0: Hi, this is Lifting Radio. Thank you
1: for downloading this podcast, and I know that after this message you're going to be lifted and inspired. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get notifications of new podcasts. Also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at the Family Emanuel and join our live services at
0: ww.levispringchapel.org slash live. You're lifted.
2: Father, the Lord, I've always been saying that the God is three-dimensional. As your spirit is prospering, your body also must prosper. We are in a time for head talk now. God that have desire for your salvation, your soul being being saved, also have desire for your body being in good health, even as even your pocket is also healthy also. This morning, we are going to have a specialist in our midst one of the things that god has done for us through this convention is that god wants to make our three compartments of life to be healthy spirit soul and body god wants every area of our life to be in good shape so we are going to hear a very important health topic this morning please i want to prepare your hearts knowledge and information will distinguish you in life and will make your life to be at ease so please open your mind open your heart and be ready to listen well and make use of every information that you are going to get and have here this morning i want to bring somebody with a specialist in diabetes very good great knowledge great understanding Trained, went through everything you need to know and one of the things that many people quietly suffer from is diabetes and many don't, don't even know that they have that kind of condition but we have somebody in the house this morning god has blessed this house with a lot of professional people who are in their garriot field i'm going to bring up upon the altar right now a pastor missus the pastor Mrs. Muraneke Okunawa, a specialist in diabetes from our London church. Please join your hands for her as she comes on the on the pulpit.
1: Praise God. It's a great privilege and an honor to be a vessel that God will use to impact us in the knowledge of diabetes this morning. And I want to appreciate my father and my mother for giving us this platform. It is born out of love because they're after our well-being. I say we appreciate you mom and dad. God bless you richly. I also bring you greetings from London branch. I hope they are hearing me. So, this morning, I've been asked to speak about diabetes. The beautiful thing about our God is that science must align with the miracle of God. So, I'll be speaking from a science perspective. But we know that even when we have medication, it must work for us through the help of God. My purpose this morning is to share the knowledge, to create awareness that diabetes is preventable. Number two, that diabetes can go into remission. And that you, even if you have diabetes, you can live a quality life without complications. The complications of diabetes can be prevented so i'm going to start this morning so that we're all on the same page what is diabetes we know that diabetes is sugar high level of sugar in the blood or high quantity of sugar in the urine but then the question i'm going to ask because i'm not talking medical jargons this morning i'm talking simple layman time so that we can all understand and hopefully it will be useful for us the question then is if you stop eating sugar does diabetes go away I want to explain two major types of diabetes number one is called type 1 diabetes young children young adults develop it it happens very quickly, matter of days and a few weeks. If you have any child or young adults going through that period, I'm sharing this knowledge so that we will be able to help them. It might not be your own child. It might be a family member. It may be a friend. But being able to identify diabetes is the key thing on on time. So with Type one diabetes. What happens is that the child lose weight, or the adults lose weight within a matter of days, week, or two weeks. Rapidly, they're constantly urinating. If it's a young child, they might not be able to hold their wee. They might even bedwet. If you notice a child is losing weight constantly thirsty and passing urine take that child to the doctor because what's happened is that their insulin has stopped working so with type 1 diabetes we don't know why it's happened it's like the own the body attack its own organ it sees it as a infection and it just goes wrong immune system attacking it and insulin stop working every single one of us need insulin even when we're fasting so you can imagine a child or a young adult without insulin they will go into coma that's why you have no time to waste you must identify let's pack that thought. number two type 2 diabetes is common all over the world and especially in africa type 2 diabetes has two pathways number one your body is producing insulin but is insufficient for you number two the body is not using its own insulin well meaning that its resistance to the insulin that is producing. So, what must we do in type 2 diabetes? In type 2 diabetes, you must treat two things. If you have diabetes, you will recognize that doctor gives you a drug called metformin. The reason for that is because metformin causes the cells of the body to use your own insulin so that your organ is not constantly producing insulin and eventually get tired. So, by using your own insulin, it helps a great deal. The message there is, sometimes you're on two different types of tablets for type 2 diabetes. Please take it. It complements let me ask this question if you stop eating sugar will diabetes go away and if it doesn't go away where is the sugar coming from the sugar comes from our food and that is why when type 2 diabetes is very common in this part of the world because our food our diets from childhood is the major thing that is what our tongue is used to carbohydrate diet. What is carbohydrates? Eba. Inyo. Amala. Fufu. Rice. Bread. Plantain. And so on. That's our main diet. We need that food to give us energy to run. So then what must we eat if we can't eat all those food that we are used to? The secret then is we eat them in proportion so the, because we know that this sh- food will turn into sugar and we need that energy to move about when we are agile we are active we're moving our body becomes sensitive to using our own insulin what happens is if that um, sugar level stays in the blood and it's not being used or we eat a big meal in one go the body will struggle to break that sugar down. So the secret is we take portions of our food, we reduce carbohydrates in our diet, and introduce a lot of vegetable with our diets. Number t- number three, with type two diabetes, abdomen fats blocks the insulin that we produce from working. So one of our aim is that if we have tummy we need to make sure that that tummy that we do whatever possible to trim that tummy because that tummy is going to block that insulin from working so that's type 2 diabetes if we stop eating sugar remember your food has sugar we must prevent diabetes how do we prevent diabetes? We prevent diabetes with our food, which is number one. Activity and exercise, which is number two. Number three, avoid any obvious sweet food, especially when you have a family history of diabetes. Because diabetes is hereditary. It has a genetic factor. So imagine one bottle of Coke or Fanta has 25 cubes of sugar and the bigger version bottle has 40 cubes of sugar in addition to our meals the sugar level rises what then do we do if you have diabetes you can still live a quality life as long as you know what is happening in our body we all know that sugar rises in the body but then we need to be bodily aware how When the sugar rises in the body, what happens is that, imagine if you have a small glass of water and you put lots of sugar in it. What happens to that water? It changes viscosity. It becomes sticky. That's what happens in the blood. So the blood sugar makes it sticky. If that blood sugar continues like that for years, that's where the damage happens. The damage is what we want to prevent the damage happens to the eyes by making the tiny blood vessels at the back of the eyes to bleed because it's it wants to supply your eyes with blood but they're too tiny and it's very sticky so they start to bleed and it may cause blindness we don't want that secondly it can affect the heart. if anyone has high blood pressure Make sure you comply with medication. Take your medication because that's too cardiovascular risk. High blood sugar, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. They cause heart attack, they cause stroke. My message to us today is that anytime we're in a place like this or you have an opportunity, especially when you're over the age of 40, to do your screening, please take advantage of it no one is immune against the tide of age as we get on in age the cells starts to slow down so take advantage of it and if it's I take caution so I want to also talk about something called gestational diabetes I'm addressing this to the young woman in childbearing age During pregnancy, some comes up with a diagnosis of gestational diabetes. It normally happens in the second trimester of pregnancy. If it happens in the second trimester of pregnancy, it means that um, your diet, you need to make an immediate adjustment. And whatever medication doctor gives to you, please take it. The reason for that is if you don't, the baby will become too large to pass during labor and you don't want complications. Normally, after labor, gestational diabetes is resolved. But you must work very closely with your midwives. If um, gestational diabetes happens in the first trimester, it means that somebody in your family has history of diabetes and it means that that individual has type 2 diabetes even after the baby is born you take medication you take precaution can diabetes go away diabetes do go in remission meaning that if our lifestyle is healthy we are as active as we can be we reduce all the sugar food, we take a lot of water, and we reduce the carbohydrate content in our food, the sugar level can come down. When the sugar level comes down, it's gone into remission. You can even go do without medication. Don't help God. God can heal, He's not a weak God. If you've been put on medication, take the medication and prevent the complications if you don't need medication you would know how would you know once you've eaten and you take your medication if your blood sugar goes low you will feel dizzy and if that happens all the time it means the medication is too much for you or you don't need it see your doctor and they would reveal so moving on I've talked about the treatments of diabetes. I don't want to, I just want to give us a little information about diabetes, enough for us to identify diabetes, to know what to do, and I will be available during the breakout session if anybody has questions. I do not want to exalt my time here today. So I want to ask now, does anyone have diabetes? Come and see me at the end for one-to-one consultation if you need it. Secondly, do we have any question in the house? Can we use this opportunity for question and answer? Let's make it interactive. Let's learn from one another. I'm very aware of my time.
3: That's very good. Please go ahead. The question and answer. I have the first question. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for this information and for this education. I was saying there yesterday that when I go to see my doctor, it's not more it's not for injection or swallowing pills, Mm. but education. Which many of us deny ourselves Mm. and will suffer unnecessarily. Now you spoke about uh, big tummy if you look around most nigerian men has protruded tummy as if they are pregnant What lead to protruded tummy in men and how can we get rid of it
1: thank you sir for us as christians alcohol i believe is out of the way one of the things is our positioning, sitting positioning. And because we're not used to doing press up. and because sometimes we miss meal. By the time we have our meal, we have maybe one meal in a day and it might be the main meal of the day and the portion of the meal may be bigger. Also, if we eat fat contents, the liver stores up fats. When the liver stores up fat, it prevents the insulin from working. So the advice, Daddy, is just to try and reduce the amount of carbohydrates that we eat in one go. After a certain um, age, our metabolism slows down. So, we don't lose weight as we used to, as when we are younger. But the main thing is to prevent it from growing. I hope I've answered the question, daddy. Our union,
3: we should reduce it.
1: Inions, yes, sir. Our
3: eba, amala. Yes. Uh, Because I've said carbohydrate, they are all starch. All right? And I hope we are all listening. So, So all men with protruded tummy we'll be laying hand on them especially.
1: (laughs) Praise God. So, Iyo and Amala, eba, those are the ones that are more richer in sugar contents. They will turn into sugar. And yes, they will store in the wrong places. If it's well distributed, we don't have a problem that much. Next question. Yes, my sister Carrie. Yeah. Thanks. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, I want to appreciate you, Pastor Mixis, for that beautiful um, expository and quite educative and informative. Oh, okay. I want to find out about Amala, because Would I you daddy know, just this? talked about Amala. Uh, no. <laughs> And we were told like uh, what I heard is that Amala is still the best out of you know the pounded yam and all that so most times uh, the swallows yes sir so most times we go for Amala because it's light Mm. so now if we are stopping Amala and of course in North Africa we need to take swallow what do we go to at a time we were taking wheat and they said no don't go for wheat it's not the best and all that so what do we eat thank you so the alternative is what we're looking at like i said pounded yam or yam is the, and rice they turn to sugar and they have high content of sugar amala is lighter but as long as it's not our main meal three main meals for the day if we're going to take amala that's absolutely fine like i talked about the portion we'll reduce the portion So, once the portion is reduced to a reasonable amount, reasonable amount is different for everybody, but you are conscious, we're making a conscious effort to reduce the amount that you eat, you can still have amala. It's a lot lighter than in yon.
3: Sorry, I'm coming up again and again uh, because I'm a pastor and I'm so concerned about the health of my members. Yeah. One problem we have as Christians, as well as ministers, is that we eat late. Mm-hmm. We don't finish service until 8.30, 8, getting home after nine. after 9. The woman goes into the kitchen and we still must eat. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. So, uh, what do we do about it? We say, at my age, 40 and above, 6 p.m. at about, eat your last meal. But we are eating our last meal by 10 30 mm. and we just roll on the bed
1: yes, <laughs> so, thank you uh, sir what's your advice <laughs> that is the practicality of life and it applies to all of us so the advice is that if we can have our meal early which is not always possible to have our meals early is the best thing so that the calorie in the food Would have digested and we just don't go to bed with it. If we are going to eat early because of the time constraint then again it goes down to the amount that we eat. We have to make a conscious effort otherwise in the morning the sugar level will be high and we would not know because we have not had the chance to walk the sugar level in the night. It's just staying there and it will just stay there till morning. So the advice is that if we are eating late because of time constraint, then we need to reduce the amount that we eat and don't go to bed immediately. Give yourself one or two hours at least. Allow the food to digest and not just sit in your your tummy all night. Praise God. Thank you madam. Please, my question goes to us. What are the symptoms of diabetes? The symptoms of diabetes are thirst. You're unduly thirsty. You're passing urine constantly. You feel tired. Sometimes your vision gets blurry. And those are the first symptoms that would appear. If those symptoms are ignored, then the diabetes will progress. And at that point, what happens is if it's type 1, the person will be passing what we call ketone. Ketone is where the liver is breaking down fats, and that would tilt the balance of the body. The person might go into coma. That's what we don't want in any diabetes what they have in common is eye sugar so if you're taking medication and you notice that you're thirsty you're constantly going to the bathroom to urinate you're tired your vision is getting blurred it means your medication is not working or it's not sufficient if you are not being diagnosed and that symptoms comes on please see a doctor I have a question here. Please, sir, go ahead. All
0: right. Thank you very much. I have two, three questions. Number one, what role does childhood obesity play in the development of diabetes?
1: Type, childhood obesity okay. has a big part to play, especially in type 2 diabetes. So, with the, um, childhood obesity, it is possible for a child to have diabetes because of obesity. But then they may not have type 1 diabetes, which is synonymous to children. They may have type 2 diabetes. The advice for a family is still healthy diets, is to control the carbohydrates of that child from young age. If a child with obesity develops diabetes, I have seen it as young as 10, they go on tablets instead of insulin but that usually happens in the western part of the world i'm not sure about here it's happening. most
0: it's happening now,
1: it's happening now. Yeah. so the message for all of us as a family is healthy eating otherwise any children you know any child with obesity might develop type 2 diabetes right.
0: thank you second question it has to do with our physical activities because some do heavy job, and they need the energy. What, how do we modify the ration of food for such people? Because most times, when we give cancer, it's mostly for those who are living sedentary life.
1: That's right.
0: But those who are doing heavy job, there is also risk of going to a hypoglycemic state. Mm-hmm. So what cancer do you give for such people, so that they, it will not become a one-rule-fits-all for everybody?
1: I'm going to take that question, I'm going to answer that in two parts. For people without diabetes and you have an active job, when you have your meal, like I said before, you are burning the you're burning the calorie and your the cells of your body are sensitive to using your own insulin. You have a thermostat in your body that controls the level of your insulin when you're eating and when you're not. It becomes an issue if you do have diabetes and you're on medication so that is why you need to be bodily aware if you have diabetes you need a feedback if you are able to get a blood sugar machine whereby you'll be able to test your blood sugar after a meal you would know which meal is making your sugar level go high and then If you know that you've had a decent meal, you've taken your medication, and you find yourself at work, that your sugar level is going too low because of the work, then it means that person will need to see their practitioner to adjust their medication, to prevent their sugar level from going too low or becoming inactive at work. So we don't want the diabetes to interfere with their work or life balance.
0: Finally, uh, talking about body somatotype, we are different builds. Right. Some are slim, some are thick muscles, thick bone, and some have the tendency to be big. Does the body somatotype have any influence in the development of diabetes?
1: Like I mentioned before, about um, people with um, central obesity. That is going to cause resistance to using insulin. It's not our fault. It's the way that we're made up. But the thing about that is just being bodily aware that this is who I am and this is what I need to do. The knowledge of how to manage me, uh, managing myself, that's number one. The fact that somebody is slim does not exempt them from having type 2 diabetes, right? The fact that somebody is slim, they might have a family history of diabetes. They may have insulin resistance which is not their fault at all. But the main thing is to manage it effectively.
2: Uh, The last question. What are the complications of a diabetes patient having
1: wounds? Right. If the sugar level is poorly controlled, there is poor wound healing. If anyone has wound in their body, they've had it for years, it's not healing. There's a chance that that person have got diabetes. Number two, if you have diabetes and your wound is not healing, if your sugar is not controlled, that wound will probably not heal until your sugar level is controlled. Because I mentioned about the circulation, the sugar becoming viscosity, the viscosity of the um, blood, all that will affect your healing. The sugar will attract bacteria and it can even cause infection. The message is control your blood sugar level. If the sugar level is controlled, then yes, your wound will heal with the right dressing, with the right medication, it will heal. I have two questions here that I've not taken. You know yourselves? Another question. Okay, that will be the final question for time. Please see me at the end of this session and I'll be able to answer.
3: Ah, thank you doctor for this educational uh, uh, information. I have two questions. Number one, My problem is getting to understand in a simple form, insulin. 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 Right. Two, what is the role of uh, spiritual dimension in bringing healing to insulin or
1: diabetes? Thank you, sir. Like I mentioned before, that advantage we have as Christians is that science must align with the miracle of God. When your body is not producing insulin, You need the replacement of the insulin for what your body is not producing because insulin's role is to bring the sugar level down. So, if you need insulin and you're not taking it and the sugar level goes up, remember I said about the complication. If the sugar is high for a long time, it may cause complications. So, it's essential that we take insulin. We continue to pray and expect the healing of God. When God has touched you, nobody can deny it because your sugar level will go down. When you take the insulin, it will be too low. Even you yourself without doctor telling you, you know you don't need insulin anymore or if the diabetes go into remission, you don't need insulin. I hope I've answered your question, sir. I am very aware that there might be some of us or a season in our lives where we can really not afford that medication at the right time. But I want to appeal to us that by the grace of God, whatever it takes, you need that medication. And London Church, by the grace of God, we will be supplying medication even after this convention. If anybody's in that category that you need medication for diabetes, please see Dr. Basharou. Thank you very much for listening. Praise God. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And ensure you subscribe to get more podcasts to keep you on the success track. While others say there is a casting down for you that you'll be a lifting up. I love you.